Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Thanks so much for being there, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platform partners. Uh, catch the show there. Also, again, the podcast there, because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base. You can go back and check out previous podcasts, uh, like the uh, Monday and Tuesday of this week, where... Uh, yeah, I've been a little bit of a soapbox. You got it. That's that's me. <laughs> um, 
but you can check all the uh, podcasts out at uh, the Anchor app and, of course, on your favorite app as well. Search Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, join the conversation. Uh, again, very opinionated, uh, as I am on this program on social media. Uh, love to hear your, your, your thoughts on, on my comments or on, again, some of the things that are affecting not just the city, but, again, our favorite sports teams, etc. It's all there on our social media platforms. Hey, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it is, again, Thursday. That is tomorrow already, right, as we get prepared for the uh, long Labor Day weekend. Uh, Glenn Gobo is coming down from, from Baton Rouge. He's going to join me on the program from Outkick.com. He's got a brand-new book about Skip Burtman. He'll join us tomorrow at 1 o'clock with a live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Uh, also, don't forget, live streaming on the WLAE-TV uh, YouTube page at 1 p.m. And then the rebroadcast begins 6 p.m. on LAE on uh, Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLAE-TV, too. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Remember, always on our w, on the WLAE-TV YouTube page and always at ericasher.com. Catch all the previous episodes there. Uh, as well. Uh, today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Sean Vazan of Fox City Sports will join us at 435. I'm going to try to get him in around 430 today if I can. If I can, if I can get him, uh, squeeze five more extra minutes out of him, I'm going to try to do that today if I can. Um, and then celebrity chef Scott Craig will join us at 515. And uh, Scott and I got a lot to talk about over that hour. And of course, uh, we are so pleased to have uh, the Katie's Family of Restaurants uh, as our title sponsor on a Wednesday. Scott and I, I don't know, it's got to be close to a decade now that we've been doing radio together, uh, that I've had the privilege of um, of um, uh, being able to promote his restaurants. And I've watched the restaurant empire grow. You know, when I first got to Katie's, it was, again, the original Katie's. They didn't use the second floor. Scott was living on the, on, on, on the second floor. Um, you've seen a transformation in, in Katie's uh, since when I first walked in that door to uh, what we're seeing now. Uh, again, the uh, yes, the lines are still there because, again, Katie's is a world-famous restaurant. Uh, but it's much quicker to get into Katie's now because of the second floor. That second floor is now available for you to be able to have your next event as well. I mean, they rent that out for you, which is fantastic. Or, again, when it comes to catering, come on, second to none. Uh, Scott and, and, and the folks at, K- at Katie's do an incredible job in terms of catering your next event. I've always said uh, if you got a, if you got a venue or you're not, you want to do it at Katie's, uh, again, when uh, your your uh, guests get the invitation saying it's going to be at Katie's or they see that Katie's uh, panel truck out front, uh, they're going to be excited because they know uh, it's going to be good food, good drink throughout the entire event. So, again, thinking about uh, having your next event, uh, about Katie's or having Katie's cater that event. The easiest way to do that is scot at katiesdemensity.com. That's Scott Craig's personal email. Again, remember, 488-6582. That's 504-488-652. 6582 is the, is the phone number for Katie's. You can set up a, re- a reservation there. Also inquire about uh, catering. And, of course, the, uh, everything can be found that you need to know about Katie's at katiesinmidcity.com. First of all, you know it. Native, rate, rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit, New Orleans Magazine. Featured on the best of Food Network's Diners, Drivers, and Dives. And, you know, Scott has been on all type of um, of um, cooking shows. He's also a go-to guy in this city now. You know, again, when the news, people want to know what's happening in the hospitality industry, what's happening in the restaurant business, they go see Scott Craig. Okay? Also, uh, don't forget Cajun uh, New Orleans Creole Cuisine. Also, 
uh, award-winning pizza from the Brooklyn Stone-style uh, uh, pizza oven. I'm telling you, the most underrated hamburger in the city. I ate an incredible muffalata. Always fresh Louisiana seafood. Uh, I love the build-your-pasta dish. Uh, where, again, you choose the pasta, you choose the sauce, you, you choose, again, what you want to have to accompany that. It, it, just an amazing, amazing restaurant. Of course, today, Mama Mary's Meatloaf on the menu. Uh, uh, and then tonight, Bradley Dale Pivado Surf and Turf Night. Uh, the lunch specials change from, from, uh, from lunch to dinner and, of course, an award-winning Sunday brunch. You getting any better than that? No way. That's Katie's Restaurant in Miss City. The sister restaurant um, is... Uh, uh, Francesco by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, which, again, is blowing up hot. One of those restaurants is just hot, hot, hot right now. Uh, get out there and enjoy a St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair. Great muffaladas, poor boys. Also, again, award-winning pizza, delicious sides, daily specials. The family meals are something, again, that especially for a family on the go, it's a must-have, a nutritious meal for your family, staying out that fast food line. And then, of course, wine and beer also available. Dine indoors, dine outdoors. Rent out the entire restaurant for your next event. It's Kate, it is Francesca by Katie's uh, on, again, 515 Harrison Avenue. FrancescaDeli.com is the uh, is the website. 504-266-2511 is, again, how you can uh, order on uh, order over the phone or online again at francescadeli.com. Bienvenue on Hickory, hot. Again, it was uh, for for a while there. It was just the folks from Harahan that were that were, were eating it. Now everybody knows about Bienvenue on Hickory, four six seven Hickory Avenue. They're open six days a week for you. Daily specials, again, contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Don't forget about the soup, salads, fantastic sandwiches. Also, TVs. You'll never miss a play if you you want to head over there for game day. Also, again, don't forget you can. Um, uh, find out everything you need to know at BienvenueHarahan.com. That's BienvenueHarahan.com. 305-4792. That's 504-305-792. That's uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, all part of the Katie's Empire, owned by celebrity chef Scott Craig. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let's jump into it. Uh, it's been 24 hours since the uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson trade uh, to Philly. Remember, in case you don't know, a 2023 fifth-round pick the worst of the Eagles' two sixth-round picks, uh, whichever that is. And then the Saints had to throw in a seventh-round sweetener to make the trade. Look, uh, I've talked to a lot of folks over the last 24 hours. Uh, I have a very strong opinion on this, as, again, you heard yesterday on the program or you saw on my social media platforms. And I haven't changed my, my opinion much at all. Um, I think it's clear that Mickey Loomis was not going to pay Gardner-Johnson what he was asking, and look, rightly so. He's not worth $12 million a year, okay? That was reported by Jeff Duncan yesterday. Um, uh, but when you look at it, Saints felt he was worth $8 million. Gardner Johnson wanted 12 You're not going to get 12 as a nickel corner in the NFL. He's traded to Philadelphia. They're going to be moving him to safety. We'll see how that, that works out. Um, but I am shocked that they couldn't meet somewhere in the middle, considering his talent level at the nickel corner, considering, again, the juice he brings to the defense. Really shocked they couldn't get this done. But in, in in true Loomis fashion, he anticipated an impasse, okay? He drafted Alante Taylor. I give him a, a lot of credit for that, okay, who could be the future nickel. But then there seems to be a trust factor also with Roby, who they, they believe can play that nickel position. Uh, and, and we'll see how that plays out. Talked about it yesterday. They, they could use Honey Badger and, and Marcus May. And run support, okay, or rushing the passer from the secondary. Two things that Gardner Johnson did very well. Look, I, I, I'm hearing again uh, uh, people, uh, you know, throwing shade on him now because he's an eagle. 
oh, well, you know, he really couldn't cover. Well, no, he wasn't the great coverage guy uh, at the nickel position when you go one-on-one, especially, again, with the small, quick receivers that they could get away from him, okay? Uh, he got you got your hands on. He got his hands on you again. He can make a difference, but again, he was a great blitzer. Uh, he was a great great in run support, and he wasn't bad again. That taking that tight end or that big receiver coming across the middle. Um, so maybe again they can augment that. But here's what I don't get: Why not trade him during last year's draft? I mean, you knew honestly this was an anticipate. All this is anticipation by Lewis. He anticipated. They were, again, because, again, the Saints have a number for a player, right? And rarely do they move off that number. So you anticipate this. Why didn't you trade him during the draft last year? There were needs on this team, again, that you could have utilized a guy uh, in his last year of his deal who, again, had outplayed his contract, who ultimately was one of the best nickels in the, in, in, in the NFL. Why not trade him then? Look, he was rumored, and I had forgotten this yesterday, okay? He was rumored to be part of the Deshaun Watson deal, Remember? And do you remember me saying this on this program? There's no way you're giving up CJGJ. But Loomis wasn't going to pay him anyway. So that's why he dangled him out there again for the, um, for the Watson deal. And, and in doing so, he sent the message to the league that CJGJ was on the trading block, which when you look at what happened yesterday, diminished his value on the open market in the final year of his rookie deal. And then the Saints spin machine uh, has been working overtime, okay? This is the thing that I don't get. And let me tell you something. Players hear this, okay? They know. And this is how you break up the culture in a locker room. This is, this is how, again, you have mistrust between players and the front office. And this is where you have a strong guy like Sean Payton who's in the locker room who squashes this kind of crap, right? But we're seeing it already, the mouthpieces for the, for the Saints, and look, you could sell your soul, if you'd like, as a reporter to, to, to the organization. That's your prerogative, okay, just so you can get a few tidbits, get a few, uh, again, inside information. But I'd rather be me, the truth, and telling it like it is than have to sell my soul. I had a chance to sell my soul, uh, uh, you know, 20 years ago. I didn't do it, okay? Uh, I'd rather the direction I'm going. But let me say this. Spin Machine's been working overtime to paint uh, Gardner Johnson as a malcontent, okay? All right, but the truth is, this is all about anticipation on the part of Loomis. He was anticipating him being disgruntled, okay? Again, but, again, who knows what would have happened once the regular season began, okay? Gardner Johnson's not stupid. He had to understand that if he wasn't going to get the money here in New Orleans, he was going to get the money elsewhere. Maybe not $12 million, but he's going to get a nice contract. So going into this regular season, it would have been foolish for Gardner Johnson to become a distraction. You know, the, the, the buzzword that we're hearing out of camp right now is Junior Galette. He's, a, he's the next Junior Galette. And everybody gets all excited when they hear that, right? Myself included. Oh, no, can't have another Junior Galette. Got to get him out the locker room. He's a cancer. Really? Once the regular season started, again, he knows he's showcasing himself for the entire NFL. What does he gain by being painted as a bad locker room guy? He loses value on the open market. This is anticipation on the part of Loomis. Oh, he's going to be disgruntled. Why? Because he, he, he held in? Because he screamed at a trainer? I mean, come on. The guy was injured on the sideline, and he screamed at the trainer again, and, and, and I guess at the coaches saying this is, this is uh, you know, about his injury that, you know, he's playing on his last deal and he could get injured. Look, you could, he could get injured walking out of his car. And the NFL is a volatile sport. 
Okay, when you put on that helmet and those shoulder pads, you're a gladiator. You can't be worrying about, again, who, what you're getting paid or trying not to get hurt. Are you kidding me? So he, was he an emotional player? Absolutely he was. That's what made him tick. That's what made him good. So he, he gains nothing by becoming a cancer in the Saints locker room. This is, again, how Loomis was trying to predict how an emotional player would react on having to play on this rookie contract that he had clearly outperformed. And I'm going to say this right now. I wonder how the locker room is reacting behind the closed doors. Not, not where the, where the uh, reporters can see. I'm talking about behind closed doors, okay? Because from all reports, Gardner Johnson was well-liked. And I'm going to say it like I said it yesterday. I'm going to say it. I'm going to repeat what I said yesterday. No player is going to mess with another player's money, okay? But all players will fight for another player's right to use all reasonable tactics to get paid. And players definitely don't respond well when it comes to a front office taking away a player's individuality or trading up, trading the player simply because he wants to get paid. Because they know they could be next. They know the next time their contract's up, if they put up some kind of a of a of a, a protest, much like he did, which again was perfectly legal. Again, holding in. If he held out, the the fines would have been enormous under the under the new CBA. So he was allowed to do what he was able to do. And if you look, if they didn't like it, they could have fined him. Every time he missed a rep, they could have fined him. Okay? They didn't do it. They didn't do it. So I also don't buy that the, the locker room couldn't handle Gardner Johnson. This is the same locker room, as I said yesterday, Loomis was willing to introduce and bring in Deshaun Watson and his baggage. Are you kidding me? Come on. Okay, this, this is part of the spin we're hearing now, right? Um, the, 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 and I'm going to say this right now. Those that worry about the culture because of Gardner Johnson holding in are disgruntled or not giving this locker room leadership the credit it deserves. Now, they're not putting up with this crap in that locker room. Okay, those, the, the leaders in that locker room are going to put him, are going to set him or anybody else straight. There are goals for this season. Not, not about, the, again, individual goals. Goals for the team, and those come before individual goals. You can't tell me Gardner's been, a, again, a good soldier, air quotes, over the last three years, and now this year, in, in a contract year, where, again, he's trying to showcase himself to the entire league, he's going to be disgruntled in the locker room. I'm not buying it. So I'm not buying the Saints to spinning him as the next junior galette because that gets everyone's attention, right? Gardner Johnson has never been galette. He's never been a distraction. And he's never had issues off the field. Gallette did. Remember Gallette with, again, uh, you know, keeping the, uh, the, the runaway at his house with a stripper pole in the middle of, the, uh, of his house and throwing parties and making her, making her, again, dance for him. Remember, again, on the beach in, in Florida, pulling out the belt and, and, and swinging it wildly at women. That's not Gardner Johnson. That's Junior Gallette. But you use the buzzword of Gallette because, again, you're trying to, again, spin this for the fan base because the fan base is pissed off. They didn't want to see Gardner Johnson go for a stale loaf of French bread. They want a compensation at the very least. Get something, again, that is compensatory to his skill set and, what he, and who, what he could be and what he is in the NFL right now. And the Saints didn't do it. And part of that is, again, because they started dangling him. When? Well, during the Deshaun Watson deal. So everybody knew at that point, well, this guy's on the market. 
If I wait long enough, I'm not going to have to pay anything. And ultimately, again, they have, this seems to be a, a situation where the Saints keep, again, uh, trying to help the Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl. So, you know, they, they give in to them for, for, again, for, for absolutely zero, for nothing. And let me finish by saying this. I said this yesterday. This is also about Loomis reestablishing himself as the boss, okay? It's been, it's been Peyton's deal since he, since he went to the NFC Championship in, in year one. Any power that, that Loomis had at that point was usurped. Peyton was the big dog in the room from that point forward. He made all the decisions. The buck stopped with him. Buck stops with Loomis now. So post-Payton, this is his call all the way. And he's got to live with the fallout. Again, especially if C.J. Gardner-Johnson blows up into an elite player or, again, God forbid, injuries hit the defensive backfield. And they got to spend the next few drafts trying to find the next C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Look, no matter how you slice it, Loomis should have gotten more compensation or he should have been patient and trading before the trading deadline when teams are dealing with injury. I'll wait till the end of the season and pick up the compensatory pick for the services of Gardner-Johnson. Trying to anticipate a disgruntled player is like trying to predict the Powerball numbers. Let me say this in closing. There is no more, and there has not been more of a disgruntled player on this roster than Michael Thomas. And he's still a saint. And he's still a saint. And don't think the players don't see that. Because they do. So if there is a kink in the in, in the armor of this culture, if there's a crack now, and I don't believe there is, because I believe this is a strong locker room. Point at the guy up top. Because he's got to reestablish the trust now with the locker room based on what happened with this Gardner Johnson situation. Because I said it before, players are watching. How, again, the Saints react and how Loomis reacts when a player is looking for money, more money. We know how the Saints do. It is a situation where they got a number and they try to stick to that number. But they also look the other way, right? No more disgruntled player than Michael Thomas. He's still here. You know, tell me Michael Thomas was, that Gardner Johnson is more of a distraction than Michael Thomas been over the last two years? Give me a break. No, you can pick and choose. You can say, well, Michael Thomas could be one of the best receivers in the NFL. This guy could be one of the best nickelbacks in the NFL as well. Maybe, again, one of the best safeties. Wouldn't that be something? Going out and spending money on Marcus May, et cetera, all this, and maybe he turns out to be a great safety. Wow. We'll see. Water under the bridge now. Gardner Johnson is an eagle. Quan Alexander is a jet. And we'll see again what the loss of those two guys mean to this defense as we go forward in the season. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, Sean Vazam's coming up next. Hope I can get him a little bit early. If not, I'm going to give you the new uh, practice squad uh, players. If not, if Sean comes on, we'll let him do that for you. Uh, but, again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about my friends with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, get with Burkhardt. Look, they got generators right now on, in stock on, in their compound in Mandeville. The warehouse is full of them. Uh, you can, again, call right now, set up an appointment with Jason Burkhart, sit down with him, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, get on the, get on the, uh, the single-day install list, and they'll have a generator for you ready to go. 
None of this waiting on the supply chain. They got them in, in stock for you. Uh, single day install. Financing available with generators. You pay that over time. Low monthly notes. New install. Quality check up to one month. Uh, that's what they're doing with me tomorrow. Coming by tomorrow, uh, we're going to do the new install quality check on, on the generator. We're going to go through everything, make sure, again, I, I know how to operate it. They do that for you as well. 24-7, 365 emergency service and all the parts you need for your generator. It comes to generator sales and service. Burkhardt are the experts. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC.com, AC, um, um, AC.com. AC From planning to permits to inspections, they do it all. They take care of the whole process for you. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Sean Vazan next on Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print and Marketing Services help small businesses create bold signs to make big impressions. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends 10-1. Visit staples.com slash this is your sign for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at North Claiborne. Also, in the meantime, look out for an accident on 10 eastbound right at the 610 on-ramp. And also, your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound for more leans to the high-rise. Also, look out for delays 10 westbound right at Clearview. And delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. And look out for accidents Woodland at General de Gaulle, also North Claiborne at Esplanade, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. 
visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. We are brought to you by uh, my good friend Scott Craig's uh, restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Uh, also, again, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory as well as Francesca um, uh, by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Uh, so good to have this guy on the program today. Um, his film work is impeccable. Nobody breaks it down like he does. Uh, again, he can talk all sports, uh, knowledgeable, honest, tells it like it is. And, uh, you know, of course, I've known him since birth. So, I mean, I'm, I'm like a proud uncle. But uh, uh, nobody better than Sean Mazzana of Fox 8 Sports. I'm glad to have him with us each and every week. Sean, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great, Sean. Uh, again, uh, of course, checked you out on, on, on Black and Gold Review this week. Watched uh, Overtime last night. Okay? Sometimes I don't get to them immediately. Uh, I record them and then come back to them. But I tried to get to both of them in anticipation of our um, our um, uh, our time together today um let's start off with cj gardner johnson the trade yesterday and your thoughts uh quite a bit i have quite a lot of thoughts um as i as i alluded to last night in last night's show a lot of layers to this deal um and uh, as you pull back each layer you know one side looks better than the other it kind of flips um, well, first and foremost, on the surface, trading Stig Gunner Johnson for a fifth-round pick is, is, is not fair value. You know that. Um, you know that. That's just that's just what it is. Um, CJ Gunner Johnson is a top 10, 11 player uh, on the Saints roster. So, uh, and, and a and a starter. Um, and you basically got a fifth-round pick who might, you know, who knows what that will turn into being. Um, so you didn't get fair value there. That was bad on the Saints part. Um, all I can say is this. Um, I, I've known Mickey a long time. Uh, it's, he is a smart guy. Um, and I, I, I have to just – there is no way he wouldn't understand the optics of this, that a fifth-round pick for a player of C.J. Garner-Johnson's caliber is just not going to look great. Um, so, which leads me to my final sort of uh, opinion, if you will, is the – Threat of disruption within the locker room for him not getting paid, which was not going to happen. They were an ocean partner during negotiations. Um, trumped all of that and felt like it was best for the locker room to move off from him now. Um, it had to have been that level of concern to pull a deal off like that because no one in their right mind would look at that deal and say, oh, that's a great deal for the Saints. No one. Um, and so it must have gotten to that point. Um, I never felt like C.J. Gardner-Johnson was going to be one of the guys where uh, Mickey was going to drop everything and all of a sudden start negotiations and extend him uh, with a year left on his deal. It's no doubt he, out, he outplayed his rookie contract. We can all agree with that. Um, but, for instance, Demario Davis, when he held out, they were, they were able to get something done. Uh, I just did not – I never thought that he viewed uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson quite in that light. Um, I, I don't know if he would have ever paid C.J. what he was worth 
or what he felt like he was worth. Um, but uh, to me, it would have probably, in a perfect world, it would have played out something like negotiations throughout the season. That CJ had a great year, then maybe he would have kind of forced his hand and been forced to pay him. Um, but nonetheless, none of that even got even close. It sounds like the negotiations were never close, uh, and it sounds like um, there had to have been a high level of concern to finally settle in on what they settled on because that just looks bad on its surface. So that's where they're at. Um, the level of concern combined with their strong belief in the secondary, Eric, I mean, you, you really have to have a strong belief in the secondary to let a player like that go. And uh, apparently they do, or they would not have made this move. So that's really where it all comes down to. And we're, we're going to see if it, if it comes back to bite them because like, that's not an easy player to replace. Uh, and clearly they feel like they can, or at least enough to warrant letting him go. So I know there's a lot there, um, and as, like I said before, there's a lot of layers to it, but mm-hmm. um, this is where they're at, and um, they have now turned the corner and moved on uh, from C.J. Garner-Johnson. And I agree with you 100%. I think this is this is a Loomis move. I think this is a Loomis call. Um, I'm sure that, they, that there was, they said it was a collaborative effort. I'm sure that, that they were – uh, everyone who was in the room uh, had had an opinion, but I think at the end of the day, he made the decision. I think the decision was made a long time ago, too, Sean. I mean, you and I talked earlier today. Um, uh, you look at, and I had forgotten about the Deshaun Watson, uh, again, rumors that Gardner Johnson was involved in that. So, again, they have, we know from, from previous, uh, you know, contract negotiations, the Saints have a number for a player, and they rarely move off that number. And they knew what the number was back again at the end of the season. And then last season, and of course, when there was an opportunity to dangle him out there for a, a Deshaun Watson deal, he was, he was put out there. And I can remember being on this show going, no way you're trading him for that. Are you, are you kidding me? You're going you're to move Gardner Johnson? But again, obviously, they felt different. They felt that. That's one of the reasons why they went out and got Elante Taylor during the draft. I mean, they, they were preparing for this. There's no doubt. Um, but that's a huge, I mean, to, to expect a young kid to come in and play at that level is a huge ask. Um, I actually think it's going to be Bradley Roby to, to start off or no, I agree. a combination of that um, just because I think he's had a really good camp and uh, he could play inside or outside. I think it's going to be him uh, off the jump. And, I, you know, who knows how, how quickly Alante Taylor can uh, move into that role and, 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 and be that player and if he's any good uh, in that role. We'll see. I know he's gotten rave reviews uh, from, uh, from coaches at camp. It would be interesting to know, though, at, at what point did it, did it kind of sway to more of the, okay, the reality of we're probably not going to have this guy. Because, I, you know, I was at that practice where there was a – I didn't actually – I saw where he was somewhat injured, but I didn't have to actually hear mm-hmm. the, the yelling uh, that was yes. reported. In, I think it was Jeff Duncan's article about um, this is why you – this is why, you know, you know lessen my value, whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, it seems like it stands the reason that that would have been perhaps – I mean, it's just my opinion here, or uh, kind of speculating here. Uh, that could have been a turning point, but I find it hard to believe, though, Eric, that you know Loomis, while this is ultimately his call, would have gone that strongly against the coach's wishes in this scenario. And there had to have been at least some discussion and some form of okay, we can survive uh, without this guy. So, um, it, it kind of like they say is what it is at this point. Um, but it would. If we're talking about getting a second-round pick for C.J. Garner-Johnson right now, I think everybody's somewhat okay with that. But no doubt, fifth-round pick. I agree. I think a fifth-round pick is just it. It just it did not leave a good you know good taste in a lot of the fan base's mouths. But um, 
like I said, um, there had to have been a, a, a high level of concern because you deal with personalities all the time in a locker room. Uh, right. But there had to be a high level of concern that there would have been some disruption in the locker room due to negotiations that I just don't believe would have gotten that close even throughout the season. Sean, the buzzword has been Junior Collette, Junior Collette, Junior Collette. And of course, everybody, every fan, every fan out there goes, "Ooh, Junior Collette, cancer in the locker room." Sean, you were the one that stood up years ago when nobody else was willing to talk about Junior Gallet on this program again and talked about Junior Gallet being a cancer, the first to step out there. Now, look, it's a little different, right? I mean, with COVID and everything else we've had, you know, the, the reporters have not been in the locker room like they were in the past. Mm-hmm. Can you compare Gardner Johnson to Junior Gallet? I, I, I can look. Yeah, I mean, I can see that could be that being an issue. Uh, given, you know, look, CJ Garner Johnson, uh, you know, he's the type of, he's got, you know, a, a certainly a, a certain personality that, you know, he, he can be edgy uh, at times. And, you know, is, is he exactly like Junior Gillette? I, I don't know. Uh, and, but the, the problem was with Junior Gillette became that after he got paid. Uh, and I, don't, I just don't think they would have, I just don't think they were willing to wait around and, and, and risk that uh, with CJ Garner Johnson. So it's hard to tell, but, that's that's the player that I was told as well. Like they don't, they don't want another mm-hmm. situation uh, like Junior Gallet's situation. They don't want to make that mistake again. Um, so if that is indeed where they're at, then it just goes to show you just how far uh, you know. I guess you could call the relationship soured. And I will say this for a guy that lives on Twitter and tweets a lot and, and, and is not afraid to trash talk on Twitter, I thought right. CJ Gardner Johnson was pretty tame on Twitter after this trade. So it leads me to believe that he's okay with everything at this point. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's in a position now where he's got a chance to make the kind of money he wants to make at a position that pays that type of money. I get it. And, again, probably things that had soured here uh, to, to that point. But, again, he was also in a position where he was showcasing himself for the entire league this year. Uh, whether the Saints were going to pay him or not, okay, he had to have a good season going into free agency. So, again, it, it, was, it, was, um, it would have gone against – Again, everything that, again, he was trying to achieve if ultimately he became a cancer in the locker room. And look, I'll say this. You want to talk about disgruntled? There's no more of a player that's been disgruntled over the last two years than Michael Thomas, and he's still in a Saints uniform. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, they've been able to mend fences there and, um, you know, uh, come back around and, um, you know, it certainly feels like a great relationship now. Uh, but again, Eric, you know, I don't. I don't know that I would characterize both those guys in the same exact stratosphere in terms of skill set and and sort of uh, you know I you know Michael Thomas when he signed that contract was one of the best receivers probably right. still is, worth to the uh, team. In the NFL. I don't. I don't know that I would that at the Saints value put that kind of value on CJ right. Garner Johnson. No, I, and I, I, I agree with you. You take a little bit more. Exactly, you're able to take a little bit more of a uh, situation when it comes to you know those type of players. So, um, it. it, it it, it, like I said before, it is a little bit of a complicated situation, a complex move. One that they don't normally do. I mean, they don't do a lot of that. You, know, you, you really don't see them doing a lot of that. Let's trade this guy so we can get some value for him or, or he's going to be uh, just scrolling in the locker room. You don't see that a whole lot uh, with the Saints, but they felt mm-hmm. the need to do it, uh, and here they are. Like I said before, we'll see if this is the right move or not because the second whoever's playing the nickel gets beat, uh, you know, the yep. first – the first question that's going to pop up is, uh, you know, uh, what happened with that would not have happened with uh, the player that you traded. So right. we'll see what happens. And look, it, mm-hmm. this, right now, the secondary is weaker without one of their best players. That, that's just a I fact. Agree. I mean, you just don't it have is. as many quality football players in the secondary without T.J. Garner-Johnson there. No doubt about it. I agree 100% on that. Um, 
Sean, uh, let, let me let me let me go through the uh, uh, the practice squad very quickly, and then I want to get you your take um, on that. Um, Josh Andrews, center guard, uh, is um, has been brought back. Taco uh, Taco Charlton, I was a little surprised there. He's been brought back. Uh, Deshaun Dixon, not surprising there. Uh, deep defensive back, Demarcus Fields, Vincent Gray. Linebacker Chase Hansen, J.P. Holtz, the tight end, Jordan Jackson, uh, the, the draft pick, the defensive tackle, Lewis Krull, the tight end, uh, center Nick Martin. I was surprised he got cut, i got to be honest with you. Uh, wide receiver Kurt Merrick, uh, also, again, defensive uh, tackle Kirsten Ringo. Uh, Sewell at the linebacker position, Shahid, the uh, wide receiver, uh, return specialist, and Eric Wilson. Um, your thoughts on, on, the, on the Saints and um, – and, and bringing back these players on their practice squad? I think they're all pretty obvious names. Um, you know, I, I, you know, Ian Book obviously uh, slipped through and was able to be claimed by uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, but for the most part, everyone they waived, um, you know, they were able to get back, that they wanted back in my practice squad. So I don't, I don't know that I would call those names any real shock. Um, I, I think the shock – uh, you know, shock's too strong of a word. Somewhat of a surprise is Ian Book being mm-hmm. claimed by the Eagles. I'm not sure yep. uh, that he showed a whole lot in the preseason, but nonetheless, the Eagles, you know, may, make their moves. And I even asked the DA about this today, just, hey, when you when you wave a player with the intention of bringing him back, how, how nervous, how nerve-wracking is that, you know, 48-hour or 24-hour period uh, to hope in hopes that those guys clear waivers? He said, it's always a little bit of anxiety, but the reality is one or 2% of your players get claimed by other teams. That's just the reality. So for the most part, you get the guys you want back, back. So you got the young, the young local kids and Merritt and Dixon. I love it. You got the young tight end, Lucas Kroll, uh, three very high uh, developmental type guys that I could see at some point, depending on injury and whatever happens, mm-hmm. um, getting some, some, uh, some run on the active roster. So um, uh, for the most part, I thought it was pretty obvious. The only thing I'm, I'm curious about, DA alluded to this a little bit in his press conference, is if they add a practice squad quarterback. I could see that possibly happening depending yeah. on who becomes available. I agree. So, Sean, you and I, you and I were on the same page with what Ian Book was going to bring to the table as a practice squad quarterback, that he was going to be the scout guy. He could play the, uh, the, 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 the athletic quarterback or the drop-back guy. He knew the system. They liked him. I, I felt like they were going to bring him back there. Who knows what Philly's got in store for him there. But uh, at the same time, i got to believe they're going to get a quarterback that has those attributes, that, that can play either role. I would agree, um, and I think that's where the value of a, of a scout team or a practice squad quarterback would come in, in particular when you play uh, some of these athletic quarterbacks that they'll play who they've had trouble with. So um, I'll be very curious to see who that player ends up being, um, but I, I agree. At, it may not be right away, Eric, but I can see them at some point adding a quarterback to that, to that practice squad. All right, uh, do you – Look, it's this is still in flux. The 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 final fifty three, right? And 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 the practice squad. What do you do? You anticipate any more moves uh, before uh, September the eleventh uh, with Atlanta? And then again, look, we know that just because week one uh, you have a certain roster or certain players on the on the team, that can change to week two as well. Uh, do you anticipate any more moves by the Saints? Oh yeah, there'll, there'll be transactional moves, procedural moves you know, probably every day up until uh, the start of the regular season. That, that just is kind of par for the course when it comes to this time of year. Uh, just when it comes to, A, injuries, numbers in certain spots, what becomes available. Um, I, I, you know, I'd be shocked if, if Trevor Penning wasn't put on IR fairly soon. So that, that opens up a spot. So you have to uh, maneuver that. Um, 
And there's always going to be a juggling of, okay, practice squad right now, but could be active roster when game day comes or vice versa. Uh, that always seems to happen as well. And then, look, there, there could be a player or two out there that might shake loose here um, that might become available in the next few days or maybe is available and, and, and the numbers don't warrant it right now. But who knows over the next, you know, 10, 11 days, whatever it is, for before the game if they decide to bring that player in. So, yeah, I could see a few more moves happening in particular at the bottom of the roster because it's just that's just how life is at the end of the roster. It's never really a final 53, Eric. It's always yeah. just the 53, and then it's yeah. constantly changing. I agree. Sean, um, I want to ask you this. Outside of the Gardner-Johnson trade, right, biggest shock for you on, in terms of, of, again, guys that were retained, and, and I will say Zach Bond. I, I really thought this was going to be a year that they would let him go and, and allow him to go to a team that would utilize him in, in more of a 3-4 uh, alignment, uh, but he made the team. How about you? Yeah, I, I thought when it all, all the numbers shook out, I, I, didn't, um, I didn't think he was going to be the one that, that landed on the active roster. I thought maybe he could cut and come back, uh, like we talked, talked about earlier with certain players. Uh, that did not happen, so that was a, a mild surprise. I think most of us had kind of, uh, moved on from him just because he just has not really shown much that stack back or position. It's just not a fit. Um, and he is a three, four edge pass rushing type uh, linebacker. And he's kind of a tweener when it comes to his size. So uh, that was one Lewis kid, the undrafted kid, no pun intended there. Um, yeah. Making right. uh, the the roster, but that, you know, that, that kind of felt like some a depth thing with numbers being down, which yep. shocked me if at some point mm-hmm. he's one of the ones that's kind of up and down in terms of the active roster and practice squad. And then, look, I, this was a little surprise to me, but I, I like them keeping Justin Evans, and I think we know why, obviously. But I think I, I like the addition of Justin Evans. I think he showed some things here uh, uh, throughout this camp after you know, not playing football for the last two years. Yeah, I, th- I think, again, the Gardner-Johnson trade opened up Sorensen making the roster, too, as well because he's a guy that can play closer to the line. I think that opened up a spot there where maybe he might have been a practice squad guy coming back and forth. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see. I want to I want to shift gears for one moment to uh, LSU taking on Florida State on uh, on Sunday in the Dome. Um, you look at, my, at Brian Kelly right now; he's not going to announce his quarterback. I have no issue with that at all, to be honest with you. Some people do; I don't. Uh, but who do you think it's going to be? Um, I, I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels, but I have no issue with it either, Eric. I really don't. Um, I just think that's the um, that's the safest pick, if you will. Uh, just in terms of experience, new head coach. I mean, uh, do you really need to? I mean, take a huge, huge risk at the quarterback position with a guy that's got that many starts versus a guy that only has a few starts and uh, obviously a younger player that still has some developing to do. Uh, that's not to say that at some point in the season Garrett Nussmeyer doesn't take over the job because I actually think there's a chance that could happen. But uh, I think at least in week one for this week, uh, it would be Jaden Daniels, um, and I have no problem with him keeping it close. Uh, keeping it unknown at this point, just because it, this is really the only chance he's going to be able to use this card right. anyway, play this card anyway. Okay. So why not yep. hold it uh, up until kickoff and see uh, who, and I guess we'll all find out at the same time, we'll be quarterbacking the LSU Tigers on Sunday. All right, let me see if we can squeeze a call in here for you. Uh, Jack is in River Ridge. Jack, uh, welcome. You're on with Sean. Uh, I've only got a few minutes left, so if you would, just let us know your question, please. Hey, guys. Um, Sean, um, both safety spots were open in the offseason. Did, did, did he approach them about moving to one of the safeties? And if not, I, I agree with what y'all was saying. I think, I think they knew that, that, that they weren't going to be able to resign him. And I think this was going on for a while. Sean? You know, I, I don't know that he ever ex- 
explicitly went to them and said, I want to be moved to safety. I do know that was always, had they ever gotten to a bind at the safety position in season, that was an option they could have played, uh, moving him to the strong safety role. But they always viewed him as a nickel. Dennis Allen, I'm talking about, always viewed him as a nickel, really from his very first practice. I remember his rookie minicamp uh, back when he first signed in 2019. I said, that's a nickel. That is not a safety. He is a nickel. And sure enough, mm-hmm. he's been a nickel ever since. So, um, no, I, I, I don't know if it was ever explicitly said, hey, move me to safety this year. Um, and it certainly felt like he gelled pretty well with the two guys they signed in Tyron Matthew and Marcus May. Yeah, no doubt. Jack, thanks for the phone call. Certainly appreciate it. Sean, we got about three minutes. I want to give you a chance. you got a lot coming on and going on at Fox 8 right now with all the, um, uh, the shows, your award-winning blog, which should be an award-winning podcast, uh, and how can folks can, uh, can follow you on social media. Yeah, as Sean was in Fox 8 on Twitter, it would probably take me a whole other segment to get through all of our shows, but I'll just... I'll just uh, That's why I gave you some time there, bud. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll just talk about our new one uh, starting next week on Thursday, uh, the final bet um, at 10.35 on Fox 8. It's a gambling show, so check that out as well. Okay. Uh, the Overtime Podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and my blog, the After Further Review blog, on fox8live.com and the Final Play app. So pretty much weekdays, uh, every... Every night at 10.35, there is a sports show on Fox 8. Exactly. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we double it up on Sunday with tailgate and final play. Obviously, the same season begins in a couple of weeks. Beautiful. You know my DVR set, no doubt about it. <laughs> Sean, thanks for the time. Thanks always for, again, your honesty and your knowledge. We appreciate it on the program. Thanks, bud. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, uh, again, join us. Sorry to get the rest of you, you guys. I'm up against the clock. We will be taking calls during, uh, during uh, Scott's uh, hour, um, well, 45 minutes on the program in, in the second hour. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You're in the market for a new air conditioning system. They don't sign that contract with any other companies. You at least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Okay, you've heard me talk about them now for, for again, uh, for over a decade. Uh, I, I've known John Burkhardt 30 years. I've dealt with John Burkhardt for 30 years, and I'm telling you right now, this is a company you can truly trust. Um, look, uh, they're not the cheapest out there, but I'm telling you right now, they get the job done right. Uh, if you want a company that, again, is going to be there before and after the sale, that there is an issue, willing to come out there and take care of it immediately, no excuses, uh, that's that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and, and then, of course, the service after the sale with 15 trucks in the field, 30 minutes courtesy uh, call before they come to your home is absolutely impeccable. Nate certified technicians, and, of course, doing the continuing education to keep them up to date on everything that you need to know about today's HVAC systems. Looking for a new system for your home or your business? Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Get out there and enjoy a meal or a cocktail or two at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Yeah, you right. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract to you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-928-3366. That's 800-928-3366. 800-928-3366. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. All right, folks, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the city, Francesca by Katie's and Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, a cocktail at one of the Katie's Family Restaurants. Thanks to Sean Mazan for joining us on the program. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is next. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere.
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Uh, you know the particulars, uh, iHeartRadio app, uh, you know, tune in. We'll go through that. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know all the ways to catch the program. I-, I wanted to jump into this early in the program before we bring Scott on uh, because I don't want Scott to be involved in this. Um, again, we know that there's retribution out there right now uh, for um, – Business owners that are involved in the uh, recall petition uh, drive uh, for um, um, for Latoya Cantrell, mayor of New Orleans, and uh, I'm not going to put my friend or again a sponsor in a position where uh, again they they may there may be retribution about them uh, in in a conversation about this. So I just wanted to comment on, on what happened yesterday, and there were two things that happened yesterday after our show ended. 
And one was, again, that the, uh, the multiple uh, news reports out there, uh, news agencies here in the city, uh, on, a, on a public records request, were able to uh, decipher what was owed to the city of New Orleans by LaToy Cantrell for the upgrades on her travel. Look, she's been spinning it about it's, this is about culture and this is about safety. I mean, yesterday she brought in, you know, being a, a, a black uh, a mother, uh, you know, traveling, etc. She has armed security with her. Don't buy the spin, okay? Uh, the, the key words yesterday for everything we heard from her and also from her campaign were, again, race, gender, and party. That's what she brought. Those are the cards she pulled yesterday. She owes the city $30,000, and she's owed that now going back to her first term for upgrading to, again, first class, upgrading her hotel accommodations, which is, again, against the city law. She has to pay that back. Now, we'll see how this is going to play out. We'll see if the council continues to lean on her. But, again, that is owed to the citizens of of this city. Okay, by law, she cannot do that. She broke the law again. Now, again, they want to spin it uh, from her um, her uh, administration. Oh, she'll get to it. No, no, no. You were supposed to pay that within 60 days of, again, putting up that, that, um, uh, that upgrade. You didn't do it, and you haven't done it. So, again, pull out your checkbook from your campaign because you're going to need a little bit of money from that campaign to try to fight off this, this uh, recall and, and pay your bills to the city. Pay your bills. What you did was wrong, and you continue to act like, again, that you're above the law, that somehow because you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a female mayor that you have the right to be able to be first class, to go first class. You want to go first class, you pay for it. Here at the end. It's, it's in the city ordinance. So hopefully, again, that that will be pushed, and she will be forced to pay that money back. But who didn't see this coming? Especially, again, the, the, the comments, the, 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 the statement that was put out by her um, her campaign yesterday. And all, all this is premeditated, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said this yesterday, this city, okay, only only chance they have to recall LaToya Cantrell is that the black community steps up and they're fed up. Okay, um, what happened in Uptown, what happened in Lakeview, the 3,000 signatures that have been, that have been um, uh, already tallied, guess what? That was expected in the white community. She's not going to get nervous. She's not going to think this thing is real until you start seeing people lined up in New Orleans East, the Lower Ninth Ward, and other majority African-American neighborhoods in our city, period, the end. So what does she do? Yesterday was pure political spin. When all fails, again, play the race, gender, and party cards. She claimed that there was a D.C. firm that was funding the, uh, uh, the recall. This, this not. It's grassroots. It's, it's, it's two African-American citizens that stepped up that, wanted, that, that, again, put this recall through. One of them used to work for. Okay? And then she talked about this being a GOP-backed propaganda. Those two individuals are Democrats. It's got nothing to do with party. It's got nothing to do with race. It's got nothing to do with gender. It's got to do, again, with did, are you capable of doing the job? And right now, she's not. And I don't think she ever will be. If you haven't gotten it in the first four years, you're not going to get it now. And if she, and again, if she had done everything that was that that, that they claimed in that in that in that statement, she would she would have a statue on the pedestal of Harmony Circle right now. 
all spin, all propaganda. Look, it took her standing up, uh, standing up for a carjacker to get apathetic New Orleans voters motivated to say enough is enough and to move for this recall. Now, I'm going to say this again. Hopefully, the black community will not be bamboozled into this race, gender, and party trap that she put out yesterday. Now, you can say, oh, wait, no, 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 that was her campaign. Come on, man. Let's be real here, okay? Campaign is the mouthpiece for Latoya Cantrell. That was the first salvo. I'm going to tell you right now, the black community has been more affected, again, than white folks in Uptown and Lakeview by her inability and unwillingness to do the job. And hopefully we'll see that in terms of the turnout. And I'll say it one more time before we end here. We could talk about the cities that have been, that have been, um, been garnered already. You can talk about all the different areas where we're going to have these um, uh, petition drives. But... The recall will not succeed without black registered voters in Orleans Parish signing the recall petition. And then, there's a second step to this, going to the polls and voting her out. Period. The end. Now, you got until now, till Mardi Gras. Period. From now, till Mardi Gras. And I'll say it again. The business community's got to get involved in this. There's got to be money backing this up. There has to be more of an organization here. Okay? Because this is going to, now you've got these drives, but eventually it's going to be door knockers, okay? Eventually, again, you're going to have to go out and reach and touch everyone in their homes like you'll be doing on a campaign. It's the only way it's going to work. But it doesn't work unless the black community is fed up. If the black community is not fed up, and this is just going to be about race, gender, and party, well, then, again, the the effort is, 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 is not going to work. But if you're looking realistically at what has she done to move this city forward in the five years she's been mayor, then I think it's a pretty easy decision to sign the petition and let's move forward with new leadership. It's a historic day, time in New Orleans right now. Again, I said it before, the political cowards that didn't run for mayor, that sat in the background and went for the easy races when they could have challenged her when she was vulnerable, they're waiting in the wings. They want to be the next mayor. They want you to do the heavy lifting for them. They weren't willing to be able to take on history. Okay. Because historically it says that, again, a, uh, a sitting mayor always wins their, the, the re-election campaign. She was vulnerable. But again, none of these political cowards stepped up. So did he can step up and make history by ousting, again, a mayor who, again, is unfit to serve as leader of the city of New Orleans. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again from my, by the Katie's Family Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in the city. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Let's have the guest line joining me on the program. He owns Katie's Restaurant. He owns, uh, again, uh, uh, Francesca by Katie's and also Bienvenue in Hickory. He's a celebrity chef. He's, again, a big part of the uh, Louisiana Restaurant Association. He's a go-to for, again, now a lot of our, um, our media members that are looking for, a, uh, again, insight into what's happening in the, in the restaurant hospitality business here in this city. And he's one of my good friends. Celebrity chef Scott Craig joins us on the program. Scotty, how you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are the restaurants? How, what, what we got on the menu for me? Because I'm starving, man. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? And I'm sorry. And I mean, I'm starving, man. You know, I met my new doctor this morning. I've been going to the same doctor for like 38 years, and he retired. So I met my new doctor this morning. So you got a and brand new man, doctor because the other doctor retired? Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Do you like doctor, him or her? Dr. Monty Glorioso. He's awesome, okay? This guy's going to be great. 
He's got a great personality. He's got everything going on. He was very thorough. He thorough. He called me obese, bro. He called you obese. <laughs> well, then next time you go to the doctor, bring me with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Doc, don't write that in there. <laughs> yeah, don't write that. Come on, man. I mean, you know they. Always, what, what is this definition of obese? You know they always give us uh, us fat guys. You know. <laughs> I mean, this is not like the, the the one thing is you know it's funny. I was looking at I was looking at something online a while back, and they were talking about they showed some pictures of Pontchartrain Beach, right, or a uh-huh. beach, and then they showed this was back in the '60s and '70s when we were growing up, right, and yeah. uh, and they were saying, and the first thing they said was, "Look at the beach. There are no fat people on this beach." Okay, everyone is thin. Everyone is in good shape. Well, uh, I, I guess we didn't. Uh, I mean, again, when I, when I was coming up, fast food, if we had fast food once every six months, that, that was a treat, right? Um, right. You, know, prob- uh, you know, mom, uh, mom, or, you know, the, your mom cooked every night, right? She cooked from scratch. Right. So, I mean, a, a lot of the things that, you know, again, even for restaurants, right? We went to a restaurant. It was an it was an event. It was you know it wasn't like you know today where luckily more people are eating in restaurants uh, than than again just maybe making it a, a big event. So I guess things have changed yeah. in terms of our diet, uh, the way things process foods, etc. But there is a vast difference between what was considered skinny or obese back in the '60s to now, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean fast food back then was Roy Rogers or the Burger oh, my Chef. God. Yes, the Burger Chef. I sure do. And plantation. Roy, Roy Rogers is my favorite, man. My favorite. Oh. Roy Rogers is good, man. There's a place double R Bar Burger all day and night. There's a place up in St. The Double R Bar Burger? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I did, too. Well, you, you, got a, you got a version of that at Katie's. I do, yeah. Yeah, the mile high. Um, yeah. Up in St. Louis, there's a place called the Lion's Choice. And it's roast beef like Roy Rogers used to do. It's not mm. that Arby's crap. Yeah. Real cut, fresh, baked roast beef. And, you know, they put it on a bun, and it's delicious. It really is. Scotty, we went yeah. to the one uh, uptown, right right across from Tulane. Okay, that's, that's you know, that's where yeah. all, our, our crew hung out. And I'm telling you, whether it was after ball or just going to hang out after school, whatever, uh, well, that, that was our hangout, the Roy Rogers right there. And, I mean, we knew the menu backwards and forwards, right? One of my partners was getting uh, the roast beef. Another one was getting the fried chicken. I was getting the double R bar burger. I mean, you go right down the line. And I love the, 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 the little fixing uh, 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 bar where, you know, you put your own uh, fixings on there as well. Uh, that was a heck of a restaurant back in the day. And I think there's only a few now in Maryland and maybe one other state. Really? They still have them? Because I went to the one on Veterans in Oakland where the Daiquiri shop is Yep, now. yep, yep. You know, man, I, I got to say, while while we've been o- online, uh, my buddy Kevin Sheehan called me from State Farm, my buddy, insurance agent of the year, him and Dave Miet. <laughs> there you go. He just called me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I hope that's good news. Anyway, that's good um, news too. how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I can't wait to get into Gardner Johnson with you. Talk a bit about what's what's going on with the um, uh, with the team. Hey, Scotty, we got a bunch of guys hanging on the line. Can, can we grab a call real quick here before we yeah, before we really want, jump man. into it? Yeah. All right, let's let's do this. Who we got first, um, Rudy? All right, let's go to Kurt. Hey, Kurt, how you doing, bud? You're on with Scott Craig. Hey, hey guys, I, I just 
I just want to throw the Western Sizzler and Bonanza out there. That's about oh, yeah, you're right. How about the oh, Buck 49? Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, man, I made a quick – you know, you ain't, you ain't got to respond to this. I just make a quick comment about, about the mad situation. I just Go want ahead. to say, look, you know, there's a lot of stuff prior to her tenure – the credit card situation with the turkeys mm-hmm. and the, the tax issues she's had, not this. You know, I just want to say, man, she likes to throw that God word around. You know, God bless you when you're walking out the courtroom. God's about honesty, and he's at the cross. I think she needs to get on her knees and repent, repent a little bit because that's where God's at. He's at the cross. Hey, look, Amen. check it out. Hey, uh, Taysom Hill, is he going to be our number three? Is he going to be our number three man now that Ian Brooks out the door? Are we going to open up a skill position spot or what? Yeah, he's got I think he's the emergency number three, right, Scott? I mean, I think, look, the, 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 the practice squad quarterback is going to be a young player who can play, who is a mobile quarterback, who can play, emulate the mobile quarterback or the drop-back passer. Ian Book was perfect for that. Okay, uh, not that he was ever going to get on the field again for the Saints during the regular season, unless unless it was like last year. But I do think that Taysom Hill is going to be jack of all trades, and if something was to happen to again the uh, Dalton and Winston in a game, you you would see Taysom Hill come in and take over, Scotty. So as a, yeah. so as a number, as a number three, can he get out there and catch a pass designated as number three quarterback? He's not going to be designated as number three. He's going to because there is no more designation as number three anymore. Okay, so there's no emergency quarterback anymore where you got that 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 that, uh, that roster spot. So he would be the he would be your jack of all trades, tight end, and then if something happened, they move him in the quarterback. Much like if he wasn't available last year, they they were going to move Alvin Kamara in the quarterback. Yeah, so he's kind of like an indirect number three, more or less, at this point. I yes, yes. Hey, love the show, love the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Appreciate the appreciate it, Scott. What's your thoughts on that? Because I think I think that's the perfect scenario, right? Yeah, it's the Saints are set up at quarterback. I mean, they've got three bona fide quarterbacks. You know, any of them, well, two of them should be starters in the league. The other one, I'm not too sure about Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill was a good quarterback because he brought a lot to the table. He could run. He could kind of throw. I mean, he wasn't the best passer in the world. We know that. But, I mean, the man could even catch his own passes. I mean, he could do anything. So, I mean, yes, the Saints are set up at quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Um, in saying that, I was really sorry to see Ian Book go. I was not in that world of the Ian Book hater. I right. I thought the kid had potential. And actually, against the Chargers the other night, it's probably the best game he's played for us. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with and, that 100%. And you saw some potential, but we don't need a fourth quarterback. We've got a mm-hmm. third quarterback, and that's Taysom Hill. So it's mm-hmm. a perfect situation because Taysom can help. Taysom Hill can play six positions, and he can also be the third string quarterback. And yeah. and we're in good shape there. Yeah, no, so. I think so. I agree. And look, they're, they're going to find somebody. Now they're going to find somebody. Maybe they want to groom. Uh, I'm with you. I had no problem with Ian Book being on the practice squad. Okay, no. matter of fact, I thought he would excel there. Uh, and yeah. you know, who knows? I mean, going to look. You look at um, you know the the backups that have been with the Saints. You know why Philadelphia took him, man. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Go ahead. You know why Philadelphia took him. They why want is the that? Playbook. They want the playbook. They want the playbook. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, that's got to be a big part of it. Think about it. I mean, Ian Book's been here for three years. Uh, you know, well, they do. Know, they do. He does know the playbook. There's no doubt about that. But again, it's playbook. so it's so sophisticated now, Scott. 
look, every it's not like they're reinventing the wheel here, right? The plays yeah. are the same for the most part. Again, yeah. the, 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 the genius is being a play caller and when you call the plays. I mean, right. that's it. I mean, people go, go, teams have different uh, different uh, names for the for the um, uh, for the for the set they're in or the play. Yeah. But the plays are pretty much the same. I mean, look, going back to when we played, how many different variations can you do on a play? Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I mean, Sean Payton kind of knew See, when to pull the trigger. Oh, and, he know, was the master at think, it. I think Carmichael will be able to do the same thing. I agree. Um, uh, and I think that, that again, he's underrated at it, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. And Payton got a, lot, a little greedy at times. So, you know, that he always did. He did, but again, he could afford to when he had a guy like Breeze under center. I'm one of those guys that's glad he's gone, Peyton. You know, I, I'm really happy with this coaching staff. So, um, look, I'm happy with it too. Um, again, but we, we, they're, they're untested yet. We'll see. No, Dennis Allen hasn't been in a situation. I mean, yes, he was with the Raiders. I said he was a rookie coach yesterday, meaning again a rookie coach with the Saints, not meaning right. a rookie head coach. Okay, right. but. You know, we got to see him again under fire here and, and how he's going to react. He seems to be a kinder, gentler uh, coach. I want to see if, if, they, if they got, he's going to have the same respect and fear that, that Peyton had because that, that, that means something, okay? But other than that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. And, look, let me tell you something. The, the minute that Peyton started looking elsewhere, he was out the door, okay? Yep, and, and, and you don't want a guy that's halfway in. And if Mr. Benson was here and he was doing that, come on. Yeah. You know, yeah, he he, he was he definitely had one foot out the door. Yep, anyway. no, no doubt. Hey, Scotty, I want to ask you about Gardner Johnson. Then we're going to break, and then we got a, uh, we got some callers on the line that want to talk to you as well. What, what are your thoughts on on the trade? Um, I put it on Gardner Johnson. The man was under contract, came in with attitude, was becoming a cancer. Um. In no way would I compare him to Junior Gallette, by the way. But he he had become a problem. And when a player becomes a problem, you have to get rid of him. And I think what the Saints did, unfortunately only getting a fifth, six-round pick or whatever, is horribly undervalued. But at least they got something because he was going to have a crappy year or maybe he would have tried hard to impress other teams, but he didn't want to be here. He was going to be a problem, and then next year they get nothing for him. So at least they got something for him. They had to get rid of him. It's sad. But at least they're in a position with all the players they have to be able to have a guy like that be expendable. And, yeah, I was disappointed, but I don't put that on the Saints, man. I mean – you know, they've been trying to work out a deal with this guy, but, I mean, they're $4 million apart a year. That's yeah. a lot of money. He, he, was, he was never getting $12 million a year from the no, Saints. He was ne- and Marcus Williams didn't get $12 million, million. million from the Saints. I guarantee he probably won't be with the Eagles next year when they have to pay him because they're not going to give him $12 million. Well, it depends on how well he plays the safety position. I mean, if he plays he's well. Slot, he's a slot. But, but I will say this, $12 million is a little bit steep. I mean, I'm surprised they couldn't meet at the middle there. I'm surprised they couldn't meet in the in the nine to ten million dollar range. Yeah, I don't put this on the Saints at all. Uh, you know, yeah, the nine million. Okay, nine million. But he wasn't going to play for nine million. The man wanted twelve. And you know, you get a personality like that that you know is as great as he was on the field with his attitude and aggravating people. 
I mean, he's probably like that in the locker room too. He's an emotional guy, and and they needed to get rid of him. And, and I, you know, it, it look, it irritated me, man. It shocked me. What are we going to do? You're going to have a guy with an attitude on the team, or are you going to get rid of him and get something for him? So they got rid of him. Whatever. There you go. There you go. Joe's in Mandeville. Joe joins us on the program. Oh, UT Joe's in the house. Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, you know, look, the fifth and sixth round pick tells you everything you need to know. They were trying to get rid of him. Absolutely. Okay. They were, I'm telling you, he would have never settled for a fifth and sixth round. Okay. I'm telling you, they were trying to get rid of this guy. Yep. Yeah. They had a problem. I agree, they really did. Mm-hmm. But enough of that said, I just want to talk about LSU real quick because this chapped oh, my, my butt a little. What, what happened with LSU? Yeah. And, why, and why are you chapped this afternoon? Okay. Kayshawn Bute. Booty is, what he, is how he pronounces it now. Chrissy Floyd. Kayshawn Bute. He's mm-hmm. a booty. preseason All-American. Are you kidding me? Have you seen this yeah. guy's numbers? Wait, wait, wait. He's not a preseason All-American. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's not. Uh, you, how many yards? Ooh, I needed that, dude. I, 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 I needed that he, one, dude. Thanks. He's not. I'm telling you. He's not an All-American. Who is? 500 yards last year. 500 yards. Oh, Injured. you get All-American? Injured. So? What is that? I mean, any, everybody gets injured, man. I'm telling you. So that doesn't He's got a shot at being a top ten NFL draft pick. Oh no, no, yeah. no! Don't start that. You, you do that every year with that top. LA come on, uh, right, right, Go look at the scouting reports guy. right now. He's one of the top wide receivers coming into the draft. There is no In all way. publications. Everyone says this, not just <laughs> all Americans. Oh. Uh, I thought it was his size or something. I looked it up, and it was like he's only six foot one eighty. He's six he's foot two hundred five. Dude, he's six foot two hundred five. He's not six foot one eighty. He might have been six foot one eighty when he was a freshman. Yeah, he's okay. Okay, well, okay, even six foot. I mean, that doesn't <laughs> tell me much other than the fact that he just had five hundred yards last year, and he got injured. Okay, my point making here, Xavier at Texas had 900 yards receiving, more touchdowns, more touches, and everything. And he was a freshman. Way outperformed Kayshawn. Okay, and y'all talking like he's the second comic of Jerry Rice. There's no way. You know, Joe, three years ago, you were probably saying this about Jamar Chase. Yes, he was. I didn't say no. And I never said none of it. Come on, yeah, man. Come on. I never said anything about the receivers back then because I knew they had Joe Burrow to throw it to them. Okay, you don't have a quarterback at LSU that's going to get the ball to Kayshawn. You think you think McDaniel is going to do it? He had ten tech, ten touchdowns and ten interceptions last year, and he played the whole season. Okay. I think that, again, if Daniels doesn't get it done, then it'll be Nussmeyer. And, and I think well, between the two of those guys, they're, they're, they're going to play. Now, again, if you, you're going to try to judge Nussmeyer on a few games, 
uh, in what his um, it was it re- his redshirt freshman year. Come on, I'm going to go with Joe. Yeah, how freshman much year rather? LSU's got a better record than Texas this year. Oh, well, that's not. Oh, he comes. Come he on. comes to wager. That's not fair. We're still working out of out of. Uh, Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. LSU was devastated at the end of the year. They were they played in the Texas Bowl, and, and, and they had a bunch oh, of red. Uh, come on. I know this much. I know this much. Texas have a better record than LSU. They had a wide receiver playing quarterback in the bowl last year. They had so many defections, we didn't know they were going to feel the team this year. On top of, Joe, they have not even filled out their scholarship limit this year. Oh look! look, look. I'm just saying, somebody play me. Somebody play me a sad, sad song for Texas, please. Okay, but well, wait a minute. One last thing before I get off the phone, real quick. This is about the recall. <laughs> if you need a reason to sign that recall, let me let you know. You go to City Park. You will get a three hundred dollar parking ticket. After fifteen days, it'll be a five hundred dollar parking ticket. If that's not a good enough reason. Then I will wait and pay my fine, just like she's waiting that she's going to pay for her little increases Th- on the ticket. Thirty thousand worth, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I would, I, I would spin it this way, Joe. Uh, Joe, uh, you know, go bring your car to City Park for the upcoming uh, football season, and just pray that your windows are not broken into when you come oh, back. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, come yeah, on, yo. It's the truth, It is the truth. We just don't have enough cops. But again, that it is what it is. Hey, Joe, thanks for the phone call. We're gonna have to let you go. The sky's falling. We're gonna recover from all of this. We will. We will. There's no, Scotty. There is no doubt we will recover. This this city is a resilient city. Three hundred years in the making, and we have been able. I'll go back to Mike Vazan. Okay, his comments about 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 um, uh, about. Uh, Arnie Filco, when he first came to New Orleans, uh, uh, that we we have overcome uh, flood and pestilence and uh, and war. I mean, he had about he named about nine things, you know, that again this city's gone through in its history, and, and I agree with every and fire every one of them. Uh, and we and we again he and at that time he said we never overcame Arnie Filco, but it, I mean obviously that is has changed. We'll, we'll overcome Cantrell. We will. We just need again. We need new visionary leadership, Scotty. You know this as well as I do. We need new visionary leadership to take this city to, to where it needs to be. How about them things? See? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a quick break here, Scotty, because I'm a little bit behind. We come back. Yeah. Uh, look, look get, get something prepared for us for, for the restaurants so we can, uh, we can hype the restaurants, let folks know what's going on there, and, and then we'll jump into the Tigers. You're listening yeah. to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Slubby Chef Scott Craig is with us. His fantastic restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory are our title sponsors today. Quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. And summer with up to $300 off the XPS with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 
Delays are heavy if you're traveling on the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway as delays stretch from Lafayette Street to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, delays pick back up if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. Still working a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at North Claiborne. Also delays steady if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling 6 on the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. 10 westbound, your delays are steady right at Clearview. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center. Is your vehicle out of warranty? Uh, are you in charge of your company's fleet account and you're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust? Think about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Look, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Wheels and tires at the 30 inches. Financing is available. And you can even order those tires online at southerntire.com. At Southern Tire, they also have ASC certified technicians. And the latest diagnostic equipment, uh, again, that the dealership use for your vehicle and i will say i'll go on the limb and say even more diagnostic equipment than again your average dealership has in their garages uh looking for a company you can trust it is of course southern tire uh family owned and operated by the piazza family since 1972 hickory and airline and metairie open monday through friday from eight to six saturday from eight to three five zero four seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number go to southerntire.com check out all the service they provide for their customers that's southern tire hickory and airline in metairie On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. 
So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. At Burkhardt, they do so much more than just air conditioning systems. Uh, they handle your outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation, electric repair, inspection, and testing. They have their own electrician on staff now. Plumbing as well. They can help you help you with, again, uh, the, the, the plumbing aspect. Also, uh, if you're looking for a, a, a ductless solution for your home, or, again, maybe you're, you're doing one of those um, um, he sheds, uh, he shed or she sheds, uh, again, the Mitsubishi ductless systems may be something that you're looking for. Uh, and, of course, Burkhardt handles that as well. Um, they have 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Uh, so, again, the service after the sale is impeccable. And, of course, they authorize themselves from the top brands in the industry. Looking for a one-stop shop when it comes to AC, but so much more, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Also, um, uh, don't forget about uh, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, as well as Francesca by Katie's, all part of the Katie's Family of Restaurants. And celebrity chef Scott Gregg is going to tell us a little bit about that in a minute. But, Scotty, welcome back. Yeah, man. Uh, by the way, Jason came to my house today, my new house, yep. and gave me a quote on a generator, uh, first class. I mean, just first class. We sat and talked a minute about sports. The guy knows what he's doing, man. I mean, he's just, they uh, they are, you know, I've done plenty of business with him in the past. Yep, yep. And uh, they are phenomenal. And, I mean, he gave me a professional quote right there in my house. Printed it up, handed it to me. Boom, yep. right there. Didn't have to wait on anything. Jason, Burkhardt's amazing, man. They really are. They're good. They really are. Really and and I'm it. blessed, Scotty. I got sponsors like yourself, the Burkharts. I mean, again, you know, you know, when 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 you when you look at your life and you look back on it and you, and you look at again the things that mean something. Of course, those are your good close friends, family, etc. And of course, when you're in business, again, having again uh, uh, partners you can count on. And and again, you're among those. And and I'm just blessed, absolutely blessed, to have companies like again yours, Burkharts, and others that again that that are that that are part of this program. If you don't have a generator on your business, you better have great insurance. I can tell you that. And um, I do not have generators on the business, but I have Kevin Sheehan. And, yeah, um, you got great insurance, you know, right? I do. I do. And, and an insurance, an agent that, that's got your back, which is what you want, right? You've got to have back. somebody that you can talk to, understands you, understands the business you're in. And, again, when you pick up the phone, they're answering the phone for you. Bro, he calls me once a week. He meets in my restaurant. He buys gift cards. I mean, he, he is amazing. He keeps up with everything. And I'll say this about Joe. I think he's smoking cannolis again about food day. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's crazy. Come on. And I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. You know what the city needs right now more than anything? What's that, bud? I think Super Bowl run. Oh, you ain't kidding. Well, we, well I'll tell you we what. We dire need of a yes. Super Bowl run right now. Yep. And uh, to bring this city together, because we just don't need any more devices. Man. I, I mean, agree. We just don't. 
That and, and, and um, a Pelicans run would be would be real nice back to back. You're right. Oh yeah, with the Pels winning, we just need you know sports brings this city together. And, it does. And I want it to be like it was when we went on the Super Bowl run and after Hurricane Katrina. And this city has a way of coming together. And uh, we just don't need any any more divisiveness, man. Um, you know, I'm from with I'm with you, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I, I agree, and, and I'm hoping that um, – oh, look, I think the Saints have a really good chance here. I really do. I mean, I'm one of the ones – even with Gardner Johnson out the door, I mean, I, I still believe this is a team that can, that can contend for the NFC Championship. I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl because the NFC is so tough, but I'm telling you, they can this, contend in the NFC. This team's so deep. I mean, yeah, I, losing him is bad, Okay. But it's not that bad. I don't think it weakens us that much. Roby's a great player, man. Roby will fill that spot. He's a great player. He got six picks last year, man. I mean, he's a ball hawk. You got Tyron Matthew. I mean, we'll be fine, man. We'll be fine. I'm with you. Are you tired of not being doomy anymore, man? No, no, I, I don't know you anymore. Okay, I, I do not know that you were always Doctor Doom. Now again, you, you're the softer, gentler Scott Craig. Okay. Yeah, man. But uh, but again, I, I like the leaf that you turned over. I, I like it. The yeah, audience might like again Doctor Doom, but again, remember the season hasn't started yet, Scotty. There hasn't. Look, you you go into Doom mode once the season starts. Everything's rosy right now. Yeah. We haven't they haven't they haven't run, haven't run a play yet. I'm famous for going to doom in the first quarter. There's no, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm done. Oh, yes, you gonna are. Lose. They're going to lose. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. I just, hey. man, we need to think positive right now. The whole nation's thinking negatively. We need to think positive. Well, and, and I, I, I agree. We do need to we Everybody needs to think positive, but also we also have to look at the reality of the situation. And, uh, and also, again, when 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 things when change is necessary, we got to be again have to have the courage to be able to make the change, and and that's that's the bottom line there. But I don't want you involved in this conversation, Scotty. You can't win here, okay? Exactly. Let's shift to sports. Let's shift to sports. Yes, um, sir. LSU, um, Florida State, Sunday night in the dome. Yeah. First of all, are you going? No. Okay, well then, second of all, your thoughts on the quarterback position. Because I think both guys are going to play. What do you think? I pretty much know that um, who the starting quarterback is going to be. Do do tell. Do tell. But it's going to be the kid from Arizona State. Come on. It's It's going to be Daniels. The kid with 30 starts. Right. You know, I don't care if he threw 10 interceptions and 10 touchdowns last year. He's in a new offense. He's got receivers that he didn't have at Arizona State. He's got, he's got a great coaching staff that he didn't have at Arizona State. And I just think he's going to be a different quarterback. In saying that, Nussmeyer will probably play a third of the snaps. You know, so uh, I am very confident in LSU. I made a little wager on LSU minus three. Um, I've got a wager on them over six and a half wins, uh, which you can't get now. I think it's seven and a half. But um, um, I, I, I think they will beat Florida State fairly easily. I, I'm a little concerned about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But Brian Kelly is an offensive line coach. And he knows what he's doing, and he will put the right players in place. 
I am still shocked that Doomerville and um, what's the other kid's name that came they came in together, man. And like like four five star offensive lines. Yeah, um, Cardell um, Thomas. Yeah, Cardell Thomas have not blossomed into anything. Yeah, me um, too. I've heard. I can remember that day when they, when they signed, right, Scott? Remember being at yeah. the table when they signed that day? How excited we were! Yeah, and I mean they're not even spoken about, and that blows me away. You know, I've heard one of them's lazy, whatever, but I mean those kids had all the talent in the world, mm-hmm. and they haven't done anything with it. So that's disappointing. But you know, I I just think Brian Kelly knows what he's doing, man. I I um, you know. Uh, this is a this is a team. I think they're in the national championship in three years. I do. Um, I was at the quarterback club yesterday, and right. I uh, saw some great speeches, and and I I cannot get off this show today without saying how impressed, blown away, one of the top speeches I've ever seen given in my life, mm-hmm. and he did it without any notes. Bryce Brown, the head coach of Carr, right. is the real deal. He is a real person that is facing real-life situations with these kids. He lost two kids last year. One of them was shot and killed, and yeah. the other one died in his sleep. Didn't get into the reasons behind that, but, you know, he is dealing with things that you and I don't have to deal with every day. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed with this man's speech. He had me almost in tears. And just a shout-out to Bryce Brown at Carr High School, the Carr High School football coach. Um, If anybody can support that that team, that school, I offer him. You know, I I do some – I do the team meals for Brother Martin sometimes for for before games. Sure. And I offered to do one for his team. And he was blown away by that offer. But if anybody can do anything for this man – he is doing the right thing. He is what we need as leaders in our community. I agree. Bryce Brown, the head coach of Carr. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother. My brother is is a has been at Carr now since uh, Katrina, and he's a, a, a he's a high school um, uh, history teacher. So he knows know he obviously knows Bryce Brown. He, again, he's been yeah. part of Carr. He knows the losses that school has had in terms of students that have, again have gone have either been murdered or again have been passed off have passed away too soon. So again, everything you're speaking right now is the truth, Scott. Yeah, I, I just. Um... I'm telling you guys, he he's the kind of leader we need in our community. And um, I, I, I just could not say enough. I was blown away. You know, and, you know, Miss Benson spoke, Coach Britt spoke, Della Sal's coach, and, and uh, you know, but it was just amazing to hear this man speak. I mean, I stood up and started a standing ovation for him after his speech. Uh, it was I was so blessed to be there and to listen to that man. It was incredible. Uh, Class act, no doubt about yeah. it. Scotty, we got two minutes left. Please tell me what the specials are at all the restaurants today. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the restaurants a little bit. Tonight, we have on the special board Bradley Dale Pivato Night, which is the surf and surf with ribs, pulled pork, and fried catfish with potato salad and slaw. You can't beat it, guys. Can't we have the, rest, the fresh redfish Nola, which is our redfish over uh, 
fresh veggies with jumbo crab and, and jumbo shrimp on top with a little bit of herb butter if you want to eat light, which I guess I need to do now. <laughs> Seafood ravioli, which is one of our staples on our special board. It's very popular. Yes. Uh, we also have fresh fried trout. Uh, that's served over seafood cream penne pasta, and we oh, have so good. dual pork ribeyes, melt-in-your-mouth ribeyes. We marinate them, and we grill them for you, served over dirty rice. And this mm. weekend, we're going to have uh, we'll get short ribs again, and we have pumpkin cheesecake, and we're doing crawfish cheesecake Ooh. as an appetizer. So, there you go. There you go. Scotty, always a pleasure, my man. Uh, let the folks know how they can how they can uh, have you come out and cater their next event before we get out of here. Yeah, just email me at Scott S C O T one T at Katie's in midcity.com. And you got your money on the Tigers on Sunday? I got my money on the Tigers, baby. There you go. There he is, celebrity chef Scott Craig with us each and every Wednesday. So proud to have his restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory as our Wednesday sponsor, title sponsor. Scotty, thanks for everything, brother. Love you, bro. Love you too, bro. All right, that's Scott Craig. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, you need an air conditioning system. They're there for you. You need emergency service. They're there for you as well. With a Burkhardt uh, employee answering the phone, not, not, not some operator from, again, another state, dispatching a Burkhardt truck to your home to get you up and running. You just heard Scott talk about Jason. I've been talking about it forever when it comes to the uh, uh, to, to uh, generators for your home or your business. Let me tell you, again, knows his business. No, not going to not going to pressure you. Going to educate you on generators. Generators are in stock right now at Burkhardt. If you're looking for a generator, Burkhardt has one for you. Again, just reach out acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Katie's Restaurant in Mid City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. 
Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank. West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Were you or your parents at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987? If so, you need to hear this. It's been proven there was toxic drinking water if you are diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, it may be due to that exposure. Visit DudleyDebosier.com for details. Serving those who serve us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22-13848. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans again. Hungry? Head on over to the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the city. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open for you right now to go out and have a great meal. And don't forget, again, William Grant products in the well. William Grant products all around. Reach for, again, a William Grant product uh, when you head over to Katie's uh, for, uh, uh, for your meal or, again, uh, or, or again, next catering event. Hey, coming up next, it's going to be Ken Trahan. He's back at, again, the Treasure Chest Casino, uh, live at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, he's doing us each and every Wednesday from, uh, from 6 to 7 with all, again, your fa- favorite uh, Saints uh, greats. Uh, today it's Gar- Garrett Hartley who's joining him over though at the Treasure Chest. Get out there and make plans, Dad, uh, to enjoy Ken and, of course, his guest this week, Garrett Hartley, at the Treasure Chest Casino. Hey, I want to thank Sean Vazan, also uh, Scott Craig for joining us in the program. I want to thank uh, also Rudy back at Studio Producer. I want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. So blessed. Uh, head to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. And, uh, again, just click on the icon of the sponsor. It'll take you right to the sponsor. Hey, thanks for supporting those sponsors. And, and sponsors, thanks so much for supporting our program all these years as well. Uh, I got Glenn Gilbo on, on the TV show tomorrow at 1, and we got a jam-packed show at 4 tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you tomorrow straight up 1 o'clock on TV, 4 o'clock on the radio. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog kitchen to the governor, that includes the mayor, they all got to go.